Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. All right, guys. Uh, the Super Train has uh, pulled into the station. We're ready to go. <laughs> The, I, I posted on Twitter that we had to wait for a turbine due to a turbine failure. We got stuck, I think, in Little Rock. So, um, right, we got it fixed and uh, it's good to go now. Nothing. A uh, little WD forty and some duct tape wouldn't take care of. But. Duct tapes fix everything, especially atomic trains. Yes. But before we get into that, Mike, anything you've been watching lately? Ah, oh, geez, let me think. Um. Lately, well, I did tell you how I, I'm, I'm on the um, Criminal Minds kick, <laughs> yeah. which I previously thought was like a new show or something, but it's been around for like 20 years. So um, I'm in like season five of that. And then okay. uh, season three of Good Girls, which I was watching with my wife. It's about these three lady friends who like print counterfeit money. Good girl. And, I hadn't uh, heard of that. Was it on like. It's Netflix. It's a Netflix. Uh, who's in that? Thing. Do you know who they I don't know. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling you were yeah, going to say that. Some, some, you know who's in it? Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo movie. Math, like the live-action Scooby-Doo. Matthew Lillard. Whatever. Yeah, whatever that guy's name is. He's in it. Uh, he's, he's, what is he's it called? I, I Good know. Girls? Good Girls, yeah. Yeah, they, they print money. They get hooked up. They're like housewives. They get hooked up with like printing counterfeit money and it's it's pretty good it's actually pretty interesting i'm hooked i probably wouldn't have watched it but my wife watched it and then you know i walked by and caught a glimpse and then it looked good so i was in oh um, does it have other Christina than that hendrix in it it could <laughs> all right because i'm looking up one and i see one it has christina hendrix in it yeah that's probably it okay that does sound Can't vaguely familiar now all right, good. But, uh, if you like it, yeah. Is it good? Other than that, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, I'll, I'll watch. You know, season three. I'll burn through this in a couple of days. And... <laughs> Go from there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, How about you? Yeah. Uh, one show I wanted to mention. Uh, I was watching it the other night. My wife's like, "Have you talked about to Mike about this on the show?" I'm like, "No." Um, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but Resident Alien on Sci-Fi Channel. Um, I. I do recommend it. Has Alan Tudyk on there from, uh, well, a lot of things, but Firefly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a show. It's so he he is an alien. He's from another planet. He crash lands on Earth, right? And he kind of takes the form of this one guy that's in this finds him or whatever, and you know he ends up killing that guy. And he turns out to be a doctor. And then when there's a murder in town. They come out to get that doctor because they're like, the doctor was killed. That was in, the only doctor in this tiny little town. So they come to get him knowing he's a doctor for his help. And he's like, oh. Uh, and he's like, he's, you know, he doesn't really know how to interact with people. And it's actually, it's, I, <laughs> I find it pretty good. Because now, like, there's this one kid that can see his true form. So he's, like, trying to kill this little kid. But this kid, like, is, like, onto him. It's. It's it's really oh. I totally recommend. It sounds it. kind of dark. It is. It's it's dark. It's I don't even know what genre of show you would call this, 
Uh, it's based yeah. off of uh, some comic books of the same name, but uh, I, I recommend it. It's it's fun. Got it. Got it. Resident Evil. Oh, I did forget Watching to mention that on Sci-Fi. Uh, WandaVision, right? We're talking oh, about yeah. that. Have you started it? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I'm all caught up. So. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We wa- we watched all of them. So, oh. Okay. So far. What do you think? So the new one came out, you know, on Friday. I like it. I mean, it was like a strange progression. Yeah. <laughs> like at, at first, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> But then you know, as it kind of unfolds, I get it, and it's it's a cool concept. I th- I think it's pretty pretty good so far. I, I like it. Yeah, no, I de- I definitely enjoy it too. You know, and there's a lot of that uh, stuff from those old shows, especially in the beginning. Um, so wait, are you all yeah. caught up with even the Friday's episode? Yes, the big reveal. Yeah. Now I don't know who that character is. I don't. Hey, spoiler alert, by the way, in case we say something for Wandavision. Um, the, what was her Agnes the whatever yeah yeah the, the neighbor yeah friend. I don't yeah. know you know I don't know enough about Marvel Comics to know who that's supposed to be but it, that's a no me either I thought it was a pretty good reveal yeah, yeah. so we'll and see we'll, what happens we'll, I was we, reading you know, something I'm about it go ahead I was watching it with my boys and uh, like they have to explain a lot to me because yeah. you know <laughs> like when Quicksilver showed up at the door I'm like they're like, no, that, that she recat. That's a different person, and uh, right. And then uh, that I knew. So one of the one of the one of the boys called it. She's like, I bet that neighbor is like evil. And then I'm like, no, it's not the neighbor. <laughs> and then yeah, so yeah, he got me. No, it's definitely good. I, I definitely enjoy it. I, I I've been enjoying it for sure. With not even knowing, being a super Marvel, you know, nerd or whatever, I still yeah, enjoy yeah. it. I asked. Same thing. I ask my son stuff sometimes. I'll text him or whatever since he's off at school. Yeah. I'm like, so what's this about? And it's it. What's very deceiving about it though is that the end credits are like 14 minutes <laughs> long. So <laughs> yeah. well, you know, while I'm thinking there's still a whole lot of show left, right. it's uh, yeah, it's, credits it's are a little over. long. Although, and this last episode did have a little mid credits, you know, clip. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, you saw that right? No, no. Yeah, you gotta. Actually, halfway through the credits, there's a little mini clip, so you should go back and watch. Oh, that. I will have to let the boys know. Yeah. All right, all right. On to on to bigger and faster things. Well, I don't know about faster, but yeah, yeah. Super Train, woohoo! Super Train. So I think was this recommended by Chris again, right? Yeah, he yeah. Put that up. He's like, hey, you guys should do this. Now this has already been done. Well, I'm sure by a lot of people, but uh, launching the pilot podcast has already done this show in the past too so go check out theirs after you listen here uh i'll put a yeah well i I'm, won't put a show i'm gonna do I'm that. Not sure i'll be able to get the exact link but look that one up for them uh see what they had to say about it um because i'm not sure what i have to say about this yet <laughs> yeah we, let's we, just say this this show what they they say it almost brought down the network um, i certainly never so watched money. this show no. I mean, it's a great idea, right? I mean, you think about it. In the 70s, this would have been perfect, right? It's this giant train. It's like, you know, the love boat is popular. And it's going to be the same idea where they're going to have all these weird people come on. You know, this was like three years after Love Boat started. Um, but it, it, at least this episode was not anything like that. No, and... How many episodes were there? Do you know? Do you remember? There were like nine, nine total. I don't know how many, if okay. they all aired or not, but there were nine So if that total. counts the pilot and 
the second half of the pilot is two episodes. I've watched a third of this series. I don't know if it does. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Mike watched the wrong episode first. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and I'd like to, you know, special thanks to the guy on YouTube who posted <laughs> the wrong episode with the pilot title. And then in order to make it look like it was the pilot, like two-hour special, he posted the same episode twice back-to-back. So I sat through the first episode before realizing – well, and a good five minutes of the second episode to be like, why are they recapping this episode? And then realizing, no, this is the same episode again, and it's not even the right one. So thanks, right. pal. I appreciate that. Mike was very angry. Uh, Mike left a nasty comment. I did. I left a, a comment for him. So <laughs> um, I was going to say his name to you, but I chose not to. But Yeah. Um, no, no need but, to do that. But I will say the pilot is better than the um, Hail to the Chief episode. Right. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get into that, the the whole storyline and everything. But this was supposed to be kind of like those shows where it had guest stars, you know, big guest stars. I mean, some of the people – so, by the way, the, uh, if you go check out um, – it's a blog called It Came From uh, – dot, dot, dot. Uh, they, they have a little article on here about it. I'll put a link in the show notes. But some of the people that were guest stars in the show – which I mentioned this to Mike because I was just looking at the next episode. Dick Van Dyke, Tony Danza, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Abe Goda, Roddy McDowell, George Hamilton, who was in this one, Lyle Wagoner, uh, Isabel Sanford, Steve Lawrence is, is in this one, Larry Linville, Loretta Swit, Vic Tabak, Joyce DeWitt, Billy Barty, and even Love Boat's Doc Bernie Koppel. Or Copel? Copel, maybe. That's how you say his name. C-O-K-O-P-E-L-L. Uh, but anyway, so like the whole idea was there. And they had some big stars that just no one watched it. Because... Yeah. Yeah. It was... And I, I think they didn't it, it, know This what episode had Vicki Lawrence as well, right? Oh, yeah. She had a bit part in the... Or a smallish part yeah. in this one. But I, I just right. think people just didn't know what to make of it because I don't think they knew what to make of it. Now... Yeah. Supposedly, I think I mentioned the mini-sode, halfway through, after the first few episodes, they retooled it, and I don't know what they did. They got rid of some of the cast members and kind of changed it. They might have made it more Love Boaty, but I think at that point it was too late. Oh, anyway. interesting. Yeah. But, you know, the, it, the, the funny thing is, as it as it, it started, it definitely had a Love Boat feel to it. Right. And like, oh, totally. You know. Yeah. You know, there's... There's Doc. There's you know. I mean, there's like all the same. There's like someone for all the same characters almost. Right. There's a bartender. Uh, yeah. That hangs out there's with the gopher. people. There's a gopher guy. Yeah. There's. Uh, there wasn't really a Julie though. Um, no. But they had. But they had a doctor who will get into oh. Oh, a, a nurse, I guess, or maybe a, whatever she was supposed to be. Maybe that was supposed to be the. the well, sort thing. of. Wasn't that dude? That was the. Um, I forgot his Noonan? name now. David Noonan, yeah, wasn't he kind of the Julie? He was like. In I, th- I thought he was more a gopher, but maybe uh, not. I don't know. May- yeah, I don't know. And and, and uh, real quick, but uh, on the uh, it came from blog. There's a, a thing on here that was, uh, I guess, an ad. I'm not sure where it was in at this time, but and or what year it was from. But you were able. They had an ad in there where you can buy the train. So ready to run and complete with approximately a thousand feet of track on a one-inch plywood uh, roadbed with bank curves. It was uh, like a remote control train that they used in the show for like the, the model scenes for twenty-five grand at one point. Oh, okay, yeah, 
Yeah, because there were some scenes where I was like, that looks like the, a model. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the train looked kind of cool, I thought. You know? It you was... know, the train itself reminded me of like that Star some Star Wars vehicle. Yeah. I can't, I don't know the name <laughs> of it, but it had the same kind of shape right. and like striping was, or something. It was very 1970s futuristic look. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I All definitely right. would have thought about buying it at the time if I was of age and had $25,000 to spare, and, which I probably, wealthy. which I wouldn't yeah. have had. Um, yeah. <laughs> what would you do with this anyway? Uh, all right. So let's just get in the actual episode. So all the right. episode was called express to terror. It was. So, which already, it, it already puts you more on like a, uh, um, fantasy Island. Yeah. Not so much love boat yeah. title, but yeah. Um, so, the, and this is where so we, we go we, right into it. Where like, it's like this board. Oh, by the way, so we were watching it online. The quality is pretty poor. So sometimes it was even hard to tell who people were because <laughs> it was so, you know, like low yeah, resolution. Yeah, I agree. And just it would be like if you were watching the original broadcast at home on your TV, but someone poured salt in your eyes right before it started. <laughs> like that's about the the quality that it was. Yeah. So it was but pretty still, poor. But anyway, it so it's just it's this boardroom for some train company. He's like, hey, the Department of Transportation is, you know, is upset about the pitiful, pitiful state of the rail operations. So they're going to build the, fir- the first new Transcon Railroad in 70 years. So already they're like shitting on Amtrak and everything else in the show. Right. I was thinking, what is the rail industry? How did they take to <laughs> right, this? Right, Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it's going to be, uh, I got a little clip of it, but it's going to be an atomic powered uh, turbine train or atomic steam turbine train that's going to cross the country in 36 hours, which many people have pointed out on Wikipedia that Amtrak already did that in 36 hours when this was made. So someone didn't really do any kind of research or math. Wow. Um, But then my thought was, because this thing's on wider track, so wait, they're going to lay all new track and everything. They weren't just like... You know, gonna ride on the rails that were already out there. Exactly. They were gonna lay new tracks. And game. mind you, they built a train, atomic powered train, all the cars and all the track in twenty two months, according to this thing. Good job, guys. Yeah. So that's that's pretty good. Um and just to set some context, the the train is it's not just a train, it's like a hotel right. or it's like love boat yeah. on on tracks. Yeah. So it's got you know, you got the bar, you've got the doctor's office, you've got the I don't know, the nightclub, you've got uh Pool. I don't know what else you got. Pool. Um, There's supposed to be other stuff I think we didn't see in this episode because I will say that 90% of the scenes that we saw was like they were in a regular train because it was just like them walking in the halls. Just in a corridor. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, here's a little clip of them explaining some of the train. An atom-powered steam turbine machine capable of crossing this country in 36 hours. And coupling that locomotive to the most luxurious, most comfortable, best-served train of coaches ever designed. And some guys, like at the end of that, is like, "You're going to drive this company into the ground." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He was very. Angry. Who who was the actor that played that original uh, that um, guy that just spoke? Hold on, uh, yeah, it that because his voice sounds so familiar. Yeah. Keenan Wynn, um, and that's the same thing, right? And again, it was hard to see, and I could recognize him, but I'm trying to figure out what I know him from. Like he, 
now he had done tons of stuff well before this, like way before we were old enough to pay attention to any of it. Um, he was yeah. like, but he was he in uh, Doctor Strangelove, but I, I I don't know exactly what I know him from because he was in uh, you know several shows like the stuff that we would have done. Uh, yeah. We talked about is, you know back in that familiar. time period. I, I didn't really get a yeah. good look at him. And, um, looked like Colonel Sanders. No, you could. Well, partly he because he had up. some weird beard mustache thing going on. It, yeah. And partly yeah. because the resolution was so terrible. <laughs> All right. He was but yeah, nice so that's soccer. how we kick it off with him him, him announcing the, the new train. Then we jump to 22 months later where it's all ready to go. And um, then there's that guy walking around. It's uh, Dave Noonan, who we mentioned. He's the customer relations officer, and he's just you know making sure everything's ready and everyone's good to go. I did. So he gives us. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I did like in the credits how they're like saying who's all in it. And says and also starring the Super Train crew. <laughs> and then it like lists yeah. all the people that were in there. Yeah, but so he walks around and we get a, like a quick tour of what's going on. So you know, he walks by, I guess someone who's a conductor, and then we see like. You know the doctor and all the the salon and the gym and stuff. So we get the early tour of what you know what's what's coming up. And then yeah. did you notice the women, the uniforms? Like they were gathering the female employees together, and their uniforms were like these like skimpy shorts. No, I didn't notice you that because uh, we never really <laughs> saw anybody in something like that, did we? Um, just like after I mean, that, just at the beginning. No, not after that. After that, we never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just I guess for the opener. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did show the pool that was very tiny. I thought. Yeah, I didn't even. I must have. And no one was pool, ever so. in that pool, at least in this episode. Yeah, but well, there's a lot to do. Yeah, no one had time for that. And then so. um, they do have like you know, so this is like the maiden voyage, which I thought it was going from L.A. to New York, but it was going the other way. But anyway. They had, like, okay. the conductor. They were all there by the doors getting ready to open the doors. And they opened the doors, and it was, like, Black Friday. Everyone's, like, shoving through the doorway to try to get <laughs> yeah. to the train. I'm like. Yeah, they're, like, trampling like, the old guy to look, open on? the door. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the conductor, he remember he was the grandpa in uh, 16 Candles. Oh, okay. I, I mean, he he's obviously in a lot of other stuff, but that's, yeah. You know, yeah. People of our age are going to know more for that. So then we get just like Love Boat, how you know typically there's like a couple of passengers that walk on and you get to know them like a little bit. Same same thing here. We, you know we just follow the camera follows this guy to a phone, who make, makes a call and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to skip town. I'm I'm just I'll get the money when I get there. Give Big Ed the message. So he kind of sets the context for what this guy's in for. Right. And then and then he bumps into, oh no, and then there's this woman who's like overly dramatic and she's like. Uh, an agent or something, and she's you know talking to someone else and like, oh, darling. Yeah, I think they're both. I think they're pod, both agents, you know? or at least he works for yeah, her together. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. And by the way, it's Steve Lawrence. He's Steve Lawrence is the actor who plays the. He's going to be the main character in this whole episode. Right, right. Um, Which, by the way, then, I will say, I was looking in IMDb, and someone had this long rail on this episode they're like steve lawrence really this is going to be the main character who was steve lawrence in 1979 i mean i remember <laughs> really? seeing him in a lot of, like he did a lot of more music stuff and whatever and variety stuff and you know he's with yeah. his wife and doing all those things so it it did seem kind of an 
odd choice, but maybe not because I do remember seeing him around a lot on TVs in the seventies. But anyway, yeah. Um. All right. So so then he bumps into some girl in a fur who drops I don't know what because it's terrible resolution, <laughs> but she, she drops like a bunch of papers or something, and. He makes a comment like, oh, it looks like you're trying to put a kid through college by yourself. I don't know where that came from, but I thought, I'm like, okay, that must mean she has money or something. So, um, you know, there'll be something in the works here. But, um, and then he, he, they kind of go their own ways and then he meets up with that bossy agent lady. Yeah. And the guy that uh, was with that lady was kind of a jerk and, yeah, we I don't think we saw him yet. Really? But, oh, yeah, I thought we, he was learned... with them, with her then. He's like, come on, we got to get in the train. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, then what? Oh, no, yeah. Then immediately following that, the girl, you know, that girl that you're talking about, her, her, she goes to her room with her boyfriend, Jack. Yeah. And he's just one <laughs> mean bastard, like, from the get-go. He's, like, pissed off about everything. I ha- ranting and raving. I have more things to say about him as we go along, but oh, and none of it good. All right. And at some um, point in here, too, we see uh, Noonan helping out, like, the, the chairman, the guy who was talking about the train, his granddaughter. And she is, like, oh, right. totally hitting on him. Like, yeah. Totally, yeah. Like, in the room. Because yeah. I think he's, like, bringing stuff in the room. She's like, oh, come on, bring it over here. Oh, who, who are you? Where are we going to... Right. You know, and... The romantic music kicks in. Right. Like, the, the slow, like, horn. Yeah. You know, and music. then I think, like, the her grandfather comes in, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, like, leaves the room. Yeah. Because, like, he's, like, afraid, but, I don't know, interested and afraid all at the same time. Right, right. And then they're... they're I don't know. Did you see the walkie-talkies they used? They were, like, from MASH. They were, like, gigantic. <laughs> well, I mean, it was 79. Like, what do you want? Holy cow. Are you surprised they didn't have it, like, on a backpack? <laughs> like what Yeah, right. Exactly. Wind this up, right? <laughs> but I do like, because um, right, right around here, you see the conductor walking around outside, like, telling everybody to get on the get on board. And he's still got, like, and, I, and I'm, don't get me wrong, it's, like, 79 or whatever. It's not that old. But it's, like, this super high-tech, right, atomic power train. And he's still, like, looking at his pocket watch to determine if it's time to go. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, in, like, 2,000 years, the conductor's still going to look at a pocket right, watch. Right, exactly. It's just, like, a, you know, just what they do. But um, then there's, like, was, it, was the conductor the guy with the pipe, or is that some other guy walking around with the pipe? I don't, I, don't, I, always, I don't. I always think a guy with a pipe that looks out of place. You know? Right. Even I don't think any, so. Any he didn't have period. a pipe. That might have been like the chairman guy. All right. And then uh, so then like steam steam is pouring out of the train because they're getting ready to go right. And I I don't get like atomic one thing steam. Well, they seem like two different technologies. Right, I don't but know. it's it's not really because that's how the atomic power works even in power plant. Right. It it's used to to they basically generate steam to make the turbine go. You know what I mean? It's just how it works. It's not like a direct thing like the plutonium makes the engine go. It, you know, right. boils the water, creates the steam to do the whatever. You know what I mean? I, it's I've, just I've learned faster. something here. But yeah. I feel that there's a better way to do it than steam. But I'm no engineer. <laughs> I'm not either. But, yeah, so that's right. right. So they, that's where they're like, okay, engage power. All right, throttles to full. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wouldn't you like want to like gently increase power instead of just like gun no. the thing? You you know, <laughs> you 
Get it out of the gate as soon it's as It's like can. Star Trek. Warp 9 immediately. Whoa, whoa hold on, guys. Yeah. You're going to like kill people coming out of there. And then there's there's like confetti and streamers right. and stuff. Right, and, exactly. Like, just right, like, it's a train, guys. Just like yeah. on Love. Yeah, but it's the maiden voyage, you know? I guess, yeah. I could see people getting excited for that. Yeah, but it is, yeah. it was very but love then, Bowie. Yeah. Then away it goes. And um, then meanwhile, there's that dude. We don't really see who it is, but someone has a bomb in a briefcase. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, come on. It's, everyone's here to have a good time, and you're going to pull that. Uh, yeah, that's just but, the start of many things that happen here, yeah. Yes. Um, and Noonan... He walks in and he gets cheated out by Harry for macking on the girl. Um, and then the porter guy, um, he, grab, he, he grabs the porter. He's like, dude, why did you tell Harry about that girl and what's going on? He's like, I didn't. I told Doc. So it's all over the ship that these two are, like, trying to hook up. And um, so no secrets. Yeah. And that <laughs> – Oh, yeah, that's right because the conductor was a – yeah. But um, did you notice right around here is the first time we see Nita Talbot. She's like one of the, I don't know, she's like supposed to be a nurse on here or whatever. But remember, she's, you know, from Cagney and Lacey, the first Cagney and Lacey. She was the first one before they replaced her. Okay. Remember? I I don't even remember seeing her on this. This I mean, I remember Cagney and Lacey. Yeah. Well, you know, again, it was hard to see because it was such lousy oh wait not Cagney oh. and Lacey I'm sorry what am I thinking of Cagney and Lacey sorry I'm, I, I meant to say she, <laughs> I don't know why I said Cagney and Lacey <laughs> no she's been in a lot of stuff but she was in uh, um, shoot she was in something else we did though and I, that's what I can't remember I don't know why <laughs> Cagney and Lacey Cagney the Cagney and Lacey, Lacey thing okay. comes later that's what I was All right. sorry I got so we'll get back I, to, I was getting to ahead Cagney of myself but at this point, people are already just partying in the hallway, um, or in, you know, I don't know what you call that. But yeah, no, that's one guy exactly goes what's in, going on. Yeah, yeah, and then so the guy goes into the cabin, and he's about it's um, what's the guy's name again? Dave. Who? Who's Dave? Our main, our main character. He's <laughs> out here. Well, his our name in the show is Mike. Oh, Mike. Is, yeah, how is, can I forget that? Yeah, right? but I don't think we found yeah. out what his name was yet, <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay, but we'll call him Mike. So he goes into his cabin, and he's, and he's like, sees the briefcase. He's like, what the hell? So he's about to open it, and then that bitchy agent lady comes in to get him, and they're like, oh, let's go to the bar. So he gives the briefcase to the porter, and he's like, hey, someone left this in my room. You know, see to it that they get it back or whatever. Right. It's not mine. So, so – one, yeah, and one part I want to say just before this, as the party's in the hallway, he's like walking through, and some girls there is like, "Hey, want you want to get a drink or something?" And he makes this dumb joke. I got it right here because this is like the the humor that we get from this show. Hello. Hi there. Why don't you come in and have a drink with me? No, I uh, got to rotate my tires. Thank you. Well, why don't you come back? Uh, maybe I will. Thanks a lot. It's like it's like a. That's like a Rodney Dangerfield joke, you know? I wonder if he uh, bumped up the script for that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, so he does that. Um, so, oh, yeah, so he's, you know, we figured out already he's got some problems. But then remember, he go when he gives that briefcase to uh, the porter, he goes out and he runs into this guy 
Remember, he's like dressed. He's got that white tie and the weird thing. They kind of gives him a weird look, and he's like staring at him. And he's yeah, yeah. He's worried because he's really worried that big ad that he talked to on the phone is sending some guys to take care of him because he's owes them money. We'll find more about that right. later, but he's obviously not worried about. The, or he's worried about this guy, and he is right, definitely right. dressed like something you would expect in the seventies to be like a hired goon, right? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and he's behaving that way too. No, he is. He's totally so, behaving that way. He's just like staring at him. He's just walking by. I'm like, okay. Um, but then, yeah, we get another yeah. clip where down in the lounge, the granddaughter is uh, at the bar asking where Noonan is. And uh, I don't know if they're like, I think they're already starting to cover for him at this point. Like, oh, yeah, he might be because uh, they're just trying to get. <laughs> Not get him in trouble, and this is where we yeah. see George Hamilton for the first time. You know who George Hamilton is right, the actor. Yeah, good. He had good tan going. Right. I could still well, that's that. that's that's his thing. He was the good tan. Even guy. with the even with the quality of this, you could see he was the tannest man there. Right. Exactly. And uh, he's talking to some of his buddies. So he's like the actor that's on the train that these people are all trying to. They're trying to get him. And I think Rick and something. I don't know. It's, it was very confusing because, like, these two guys. So Rick is played by Don Meredith, the uh, football guy, uh, football announcer guy. And so I was like, that was another one where I was trying to get a good look. I'm like, who is that guy? Because he looks familiar. But, again, couldn't really tell. And when I looked it up. I'm like, oh, Don Meredith. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Um, but there was someone else here that I uh, wanted to mention, one of his friends. So... There was a couple of his friends that they were just talking stories to. Um, sorry, I had the name written down and I lost it. Oh, one of them was uh, Fred Williamson. He's also a former football star. Um, but if I remember correctly, do I have the right person again? Am I doing this? Yeah. He is from another show called Half Nelson. <laughs> Oh, nice. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I was just looking to see. I'm not 100% sure if he was in that one we did or if he's just in a later stuff. I can't remember the name of the episode right. we did. Um, but I was just looking him up, and I'm like, oh. So, anyway, I thought cool. that was good. There was a lot of yeah, people in here because of the type of show it is that showed up in other stuff we've done already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in so, this particular I don't, I don't scene... It, it, uh, Rick, so Rick is Mike's buddy. Yeah, he's going down to get Rick. Rick is insulting Dave, who, who you know, it's like the and that was George Hamilton, celebrity. Right? Yeah, yeah George and I Hamilton, think that was right. the whole point, right? Didn't she send him down there to get Rick because they yeah. knew they were going to probably get in a fight? Right, yeah. right. Because Rick, as we find out, really likes to drink. Yeah, and I actually like Rick's character because he, he's like yeah. He's like so not fake, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. everything about him, he's he's a good character. Yeah. Uh, so um, what happens? Mike and Rick are they're out talking. I think out like here. Here I'm thinking they're on a boat at this moment because it seems like they're like at the edge of the boat. Oh yeah, because he tries to get his no. friend away, and he's like, "Hey, let's go outside." I'm like, "Outside? You're on a train, <laughs> right? Right?" That so they go out. Dangerous. And the porter walks up and he's like, "Hey, nobody claimed this suitcase, so you could have it." And then, like, the train jerks, <laughs> and the yeah. briefcase goes overboard. Right. And, and at this point, that, like, the one lady comes out, too. Cindy comes out just to kind of hang out Oh, yeah, out Cindy that. comes out, right. Like, yeah. no so, real reason, right? Because they don't know each other. She was going out to get air, I think, right? 
Yeah, she just like remembers him from bumping into him or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that it goes overboard. Nobody pays attention. They're just like, whatever. It wasn't mine. But she's the only one that noticed that it exploded when it when it fell out. Right. And like and, uh, and like Mike gives like uh, the porter like kind of a shitty tip because he's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, like a quarter. But that was. Yeah. But this was my whole point. I'm like, why do they have a thing on the outside of the train? Because that seems very dangerous. And this kind of proves it right there because there is like it's not like a high railing. They can, someone no, can right. easily just fall off the back of this train, push you off, worse throw than you like off. a yeah. Yeah. cruise ship. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, um, so the guy, yeah, the guys are like when she says that the, the, the suitcase blew up, she's like, what? They're like, what? Mike kind of believes her, but the other guys are like, whatever, dude. And then automatically well, so, he thinks that, like, Big Ed's guys are trying to kill him. Yeah, which makes sense, yeah. right? And then the goon yeah, guy walks by again, like he's in the bar. Right, perfect timing. Yeah. So it's all adding up right here. And then he asks, like, then, the lady, uh, I think, at the bar, someone at the bar or whatever, he's like, do you have any Maalox? <laughs> which, remember, that was like a big anti-acid <laughs> medicine back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Cindy goes back and tells her asshole boyfriend, Jack, what she saw. And he's like, what? Don't talk about that. Don't tell anyone. Shut up and go to bed. And it's like, yeah. Jeez, shut up and come like to bed. So She's high like, strung. That's all you say is shut up and come to bed. I'm like, wow, that's really a way to get you into bed, isn't it? Yeah, right. How's that working? But um, then uh, let's see. Oh, then the next day there's next a, day. a fitness class. I guess it's the next day, right? Because they went to bed. Yeah, it's definitely the next day. Um, Although so time is, workout... you know, we're, you know, irrelevant on Super Train. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Vegas. <laughs> you have 36 hours. Do what you may. But uh, so there's all women in this class, and uh, Mike and Rick go into the steam room to do whatever you do in a steam room, <laughs> and then. Um, Rick, Mike tells Rick, he's like, hey, dude, someone's trying to kill me. You know, I owe these guys some money, and I think they're, they're, they have someone after me. He's like, ah, you're overthinking this. Meanwhile, someone takes the knob off the door of the steamer. Oh, wait. And they, sorry, yeah. Okay, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say. Uh, and, and they jack the steam temperature way up, like, like 500 max. Degrees. But uh, yeah. did you, I don't know if you caught at one point. So when he, they're talking about things, like someone's trying to kill me, you know, he's like, that that was a, she said she saw a bomb on that briefcase blow up. <laughs> I think it was Rick that says, he's like, you know, she's the kind of girl that reads cornflakes boxes. boxes. <laughs> I know. I didn't hear I'm that. I'm like, wow. I'm like, wait, what does that make me? Because I always used to read the cereal boxes when I was eating cereal as a kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, um so we so we watch the steam numbers going up. It gets up to like two hundred and forty, and it's like, hey, I got to get out of here. Yeah, and and then there's no the class is over. No right, the class is over, and there was some big, big strong guy that I guess worked in the gym. He left, and then right. finally someone comes back. Who comes in there to help he, him out? He 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 eventually comes back. Oh yeah, oh but yeah, he's, but, he's but he's flexing in the mirror. In the mirror. <laughs> he's like watching his muscles in the mirror, and then the the porter comes in. He's like, hey, those guys are stuck in there or whatever. He's like, yeah, know, I think so. they're done. I think they want to come out. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, may I offer so they, you gentlemen a glass of ice water? When they out? <laughs> yeah. He gets them out. He, he happens to have water with him, so convenient. But uh, then then Mike and Rick go in to have a drink because, you know, they almost got killed. So they're, they're talking. Oh, they wait, see the I'm guy. Sorry, with I don't want to interrupt. But before that, the conductor's, like, talking to the – 
you know, the beefcake guy is like, hey, what are you doing? Why did you leave these guys alone? He's like, I got a call from you to come downstairs. Oh, yeah. That actually happened later. but I thought it was right uh, now. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, right how, that's where it unwinds. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, let me try to find that spot real quick. My notes might be a little I don't know. shabby. <laughs> I think that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, I thought that happened a little later. But, um, so they're at the bar having a drink. And they see the dude with the sunglasses, the mob guy, and they ask the bartender, hey, you know, who's that guy? And he's like, hey, look, all I know is his name is Tony. <laughs> I don't know what he does, but I, I can tell you what I think he does. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want to know. Like, they didn't they didn't want to know any idea of what, you know. Uh, yeah. So they're and like, also, we got to do something about this guy. Yeah, and he also tells Rick that Lucy, his boss, has promised him a loan to kind of pay it back. So, um yeah, right. but then the, it turns out the train has to stop for a commemoration, and their plan is to, I guess, to push the guy off the train or something like that, right? Yeah, throw Mama from the train. <laughs> That's the plan. But they can't, you know, they need some help, so they recruit Cindy to help them. Right. I don't know why she right. would, but whatever. You know, but the, so at the next stop, there's like some fanfare or whatever, and they're watching a speech. And Tony is watching Mike, so Mike walks away, and Tony follows him. He goes into this giant public restroom just in the middle of nowhere. Right. And I didn't see where he slipped out of the restroom, but he did somehow. Well, right. It was like it says restroom, but you go inside, and there's, like, offices and everything. But I guess it was probably, like, a train depot or whatever. Uh, but it was very Maybe. big. That it, looked, it was a lot bigger on the inside than the outside. It was like the TARDIS from Doctor Who. And then so Cindy sees Tony, and she calls him over, and she's like, can you open this box for me? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. So he opens. It's like a trunk, right? Like a, like a hinge trunk. So yeah. He pops Just it the open. Just in the room. Yeah. He pops it open, and then, uh, like, Dave and Mike run up behind him and push him in, and they, they lock him in this trunk. And uh, I'm like, that was pretty smooth, actually. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. They lock him in and hop, hop back on the train. Yeah. Um, and then the train leaves. Tony's left behind, and, and someone hears him in the box, and they go to let him out. And it, it turns out he's really just like a salesman. <laughs> he's just some dude that dresses weird. He's like, I, lo- I, I left my samples <laughs> on the train. You know, he's all panicking and stuff. So that, that was kind of funny. Yeah. And then uh, and, Cindy's boyfriend happens to see um, – the three guys, or all three of them walking back, and he's not very happy about that when they're getting back on the train. And by the way, this little train commemoration was just a tad bit racist based on what she says and what was out there, too. Because she's talking... What did she say? Well, I don't want to say what she says, but basically they had a bunch of people that were... I don't know if they were or not. I, you know, they, I do remember seeing some people, some Native Americans in like headdresses there, and like the conductor had one on. I'm going to guess they probably didn't. Re- and then they had some Chinese people there pretending like they were the Chinese that put down all the railroads back in the day. Were, oh my God. Exactly. I'm like, you realize they were basically like slaves doing that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they were slaves and mostly killed. But I, but, I, yeah. I think I took a clip of what she said. But I, I don't even want to play it because it was the way she even says it. Just right. if you want to hear it, you're 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 gonna have to watch it. It doesn't play well in well. It shouldn't. And here's the deal: it doesn't play well in 2020, but it shouldn't have played well in 1979 either. 
Oh, wait. No, right. We're 2021 now, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And anyway. Good catch. All right, so what? Uh, so we're at. Uh, so they're back on the so, train, so right? So back on the train. Jack's yelling at Cindy. He saw her with those guys. He's like, "Stay away from them." He's all pissed off. Um, and then uh, Noonan gets in the elevator. He's going to do something. They call him on the intercom. So he gets in the elevator. The door opens. The granddaughter's in there. <laughs> so he gets in, and they just start kissing. Bizarre point here. There was some guy above them in the elevator. Yeah, one of the workers. Yep. Looking down, what the hell was he it's doing? Like he there? knew that he was going to be in there or something. I don't know. I was like, that was like the yeah. weirdest scene oh, that then, tied back I, to nothing. But yeah, and then Mike at one point calls Big Ed again, and you know says something about sending that guy out to get him. He's like, well, I didn't send anybody. And then at that point, Mike's like, he's like oh shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't do shit like that, and we don't <laughs> run that way. So, um, um, oh, and then. So at one point, right around here, too, I don't know what they're talking about, but they're all talking in the hallway, and we see some guy or someone point a gun out, right, through a door. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they shoot it, and it's got a whatever, a silencer. Silencer. And it just happens that, like, a porter's, like, walking by with a big chest, so it just shoots into the chest. Yeah. yeah. Silently hits the chest and saves Mike. Um. Uh, and then uh, Mike and Dave are at the bar. Oh, wait. But sorry, Roberts. I want to mention one thing. At one point, Cindy says to her boyfriend when they're in the – Cindy, right, was her name? I keep I keep yeah. saying that. I'm, yeah. It is. That's and he's, she's like, are you through being mad now? And she's like, there's going to be a disco later. But she's basically like, no, you can't leave. <laughs> like, you can't leave until we get to L.A. And I'm like, oh, right, nice. Right. But she does end up slipping out because he falls asleep. Yeah. Um, so then Mike Mike and Dave are at the bar drinking again, and they meet Al Roberts, a football player. Um, and then Cindy shows up, and Mike heads over, and they, like, hang out and drink all night. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, Jack wakes up, and Cindy's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and he it, he's pissed. So he goes there, finds her, sees her with Mike, grabs her. Mike gets in his face. Which I'm thinking Jack could take him, really. But Jack leaves him, like, leaves her there. And then Mike's like, stay. So she stays for, like, the rest of the night. They're drinking and dancing. And I'm thinking, first of all, Jack probably would have threw down right there with him and kicked his ass. But um, but also, she's going to get her ass beat when she gets back. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. This is straight up, like, now we're in, like, abuse territory. And... Yeah, I feel like there should have been a thing at the end saying if anyone has experienced anything like Cindy, that please call like a helpline. <laughs> Dial this number. No, right. I'm, I'm like, not that joking. I mean, this is like no, I know. Like that's how you see, you know. Yeah, and that's usually what you see followed. And like even at one point here, Noonan walks up. You know, when this fight is going on, but right after Jack leaves, and he's he apologizes to Mike. Hey, I'm sorry, Mike, if that happened. I'm like, what about her? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. But that's like basically yeah. it. Like they're not going to apologize to her because it's her, her husband or boyfriend or whatever. So you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah. no, that's yeah. not how it should be. So anyway, if anyone's in a situation like that, please reach out for help. And I'm not right. joking. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, finally she says, "Hey, I better get back after like four hours." And um, 
He walks yeah. her most of the yeah, way. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he walks her back, and <laughs> he's like, you're afraid of him. She's like, he really cares for me. I'm like, no, he does not. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. And then, so, but he, so he kisses her, and it's like clear, like, okay, they're, they have a good Well, connection. basically, he, he like should... pins her to the wall and kisses her, though. I don't know yeah. if she really. Well, it's like someone came by and like she had a backup, and it just worked out that yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, that was a little <laughs> forced on her, too. Yeah. Not saying but, she so wasn't that, into him, but still. But then she goes into her cabin and is immediately greeted with a smack. Right. And, uh, yeah, so that was sad. Yeah. And then Mike goes back to the bar and meets Dave again. I'm thinking someone maybe when they were writing the script maybe should have, like, rethought some of this stuff. I mean, yeah, okay, you want the guy to be a jerk, but how about we tone it down a couple of notches, you know? I don't know if that was yeah, necessary. Yeah. yeah, or at least have a different ending, you know? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, I don't know. It looks like Dave is playing dice with the bartender, and he's down like $1.5 million. Uh, you mean Rick? Probably... Wait, Rick? This friend? Oh, yeah, Rick. Yeah. I wrote Dave, but yeah, it was Rick. Um, and Mike's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go back to my room. So he goes back to his room, but the door won't open. Oh, wait, does the door open? I don't know what happens, but as he's trying to get in, someone comes up behind him and, like, clubs him. Wait. And, oh, uh, okay, because I got here that they go out to get fresh air. And, like, Mike goes out and gets, like, um, he tr- uh, yeah, he tries to get out the sliding door. Like, he's in the uh, the pool area. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where he and is. And then someone throws him into the pool. I don't pool. know what he's doing. Yeah, someone <laughs> but he gets throws, clubbed, yeah. Yes, yeah, so he gets knocked out. Someone throws him into the pool. But it just so happens that that pool, you can see from the bar. Because <laughs> it's, like, open. Right. And they're like, hey, It's like your a glass friend, behind the bartender. Yeah, your friend's going to drown there. And they're like, oh. They're like, oh. And they all, like, sober up and go running into the pool to go help him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then, yeah, okay, yeah, no. Then, because them and him and Rick go back to his room. And that's when they have the fire extinguisher and they bust in the door to, like, make sure no one's in there to try to kill him. That's what I think you're thinking Right, of. right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I liked about Rick's character. Like, he wasn't, like, a badass or, you know, he would talk smack and stuff, but he was, like, he was worried. Yeah. You know, he was afraid yeah. if there was someone in there. But, yeah. Um, and then, so this is, you know, at this point, this was the end of part one, and I had watched two hours oh, yeah, of the show. Right. So, so I decided at this point I would stop <laughs> taking notes. And just watch right. the second half. And this is um, the point where I'm like, wow, they're really – I didn't realize they were going to focus just on Mike's character the whole time. I'm like, what happened to George Hamilton? How much did you pay to have him on this? Right. It's just to get people to watch, I yeah. think. Um, all right. So then uh, what happens? Do they go – at this point, they know it isn't Big Ed, so he's going to stay in his room. Um, and then there's a knock on the door, and he pretends to be Spanish. <laughs> so like, like he's speaking, oh, yeah. not pretending. He pretends like he's speaking Spanish, like he can't speak English. And it turns out to be Lucy. And she's all worried about George Hamilton character, you know. Something about a woman and cheating. So it, I think what it was actually was Rick's character. There's something where I think Rick's wife, who turns out to be Vicky Lawrence... I think he thinks he's cheating on her, maybe with George Hamilton's character. It was very kind of confusing what was going on at that point. There was something weird yeah, I don't there. Know. And I think that's why they hate each I, other. I, tune, I think I tuned that up. Yeah. 
And well, because we hadn't seen Vicky Lawrence yet. Like we saw her at the bar, but like just a glimpse. We didn't like hear from her yet, so we didn't really know who she was. Right. And that that's where she's like comes to get Steve. Like, hey, that's you know, he, she's trying to get him to hang out with Rick to keep him away from each other. Right. Um. So that's what he's that's what he's there. So he has to go to the bar again. Basically. 90% of this show takes place at the bar. Again, it was the 70s. <laughs> That's all everyone did was just drink constantly. You just sit at the bar, right? Yeah. And now we get back to the bar, and George Hamilton's there talking about movies. Uh, with Vic- Vicky Lawrence is there. And that's when I kind of realized everything's going on. I'm like, oh, Vicky's his wife. I'm like, is this the first we find out about this? Because they're yeah, like throwing yeah. names out, but they don't say who these people are. So we have no idea. Right. Um. Oh, yeah, and then there's about ready to be a fight, right? And then you see the train go into a tunnel, and it gets dark, because they have no lights oh, yeah. inside the train. Right, yeah, it's like like a, like a barroom brawl. Like, everybody starts fighting. Yeah. Like, not just two people. It's like everybody. Yeah, and then... And then, then they come out of the tunnel, and some dude's got, like, a knife in his back. Right. And they think Mike did and it, because he's holding him. And Mike's holding him, and then he immediately touches the knife. I'm like, all right, way to keep your prints. He obviously that, hasn't you know? been watching Criminal Minds like you have to know what he's exactly. supposed to be doing. He would know better. <laughs> um, so then they have like I don't know some federal agent or something happens. To oh him yeah, because they stop in the middle of nowhere. Because we see we see the psycho guy. I forget what is his name in the show. I forgot, but Jack. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I just wrote down, oh, yeah, right. tell me about it. What is going on? And that's when we see a helicopter land and an FBI agent gets on board. Um, right. Oh, that's and this is what I meant to say. This guy was uh, the husband in Cagney and Lacey. That's what I was thinking of Cagney and Lacey. Harvey? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't recognize him. Well, right. Well, one, because it was hard to see. And two, he had like a yeah. hat on and stuff, so it was kind of hard to tell. Okay. But, yeah, so Jack thinks that uh, Mike is dead because they tell him, you know, someone died. So he thinks it's Mike. And uh, Wait, is this the point? But then he f- – Okay. Well, yeah, when yeah. He, the agent tells him that. But then he, he finds out later that it's not Mike, right? right? Yeah. Because his, his girl is going to go with Mike. And yeah. he's like, what do you t- – go ahead. He's dead. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, wait, we, not, we, yeah, we're not at that else. part yet. But, yeah, so anyway – this is right. yeah. He says someone's trying to kill him. He's telling the FBI agent this, and the FBI is like, "Okay, fine, and we're you're you're good. We're gonna you're you're free to go, but don't get off the train." I'm like, "Where is he gonna get off the train?" Yeah, right. Um, and that's what I'm like. At this point, I'm like, "Is this friend trying to kill him?" Like, I was really trying to figure out like who was trying to kill him because it kept changing back and forth. Yeah. Um. So he meets Lucy. They fight. And he blames him for, uh, she blames him for killing the guy who was a director, I guess. That was like their big director that was going to work on something. And she fires him. I'm like, well, I guess he's not going to get his money to pay Big Ed back. Yeah, right? Um, So anyway, yeah. So this is where Jack is pacing around his room, finds out someone got killed. And they want to know who it was. And Jack's happy because he thinks it's Mike. And he's like, I'm hungry. I want to get some breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first time he's in a good mood the whole show. Yeah, exactly. He's like, what's wrong? And yells at her. He tells her, <laughs> he basically tells her, you look lousy. You should get your hair done. I'm like, Holy oh, shit. yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, don't, yeah. Um, don't take pointers from that guy. 
then he yells on the phone that he wants breakfast, and then she sees Mike and's happy, and then you know he sees a bruise on her head, and he's like, "Did you get slapped around?" She's like, "No, I fell." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, that's pretty too." Yeah, um, he takes her well, takes her away. I'm like, "Well, at least he's trying to help her get away from that guy." Um, so then the FBI guy gets a call, and he's getting a call, I guess, from the home office. It turns out that Mike is an. Inf- they're like, "Yeah, the Mike Post." is an informant from the Treasury Department, and he was ratting out the mob. And they're like, oh, okay, right. well, let's get him off this train, basically. Right. Um, and he tells Mike, he's like, yeah, I know who you really are. Mike's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, well, we got to get you off the train early so the mob isn't waiting. And he's like, okay. And then he wants to take Cindy with. and <laughs> she, You know, like, fine. Yeah, yeah he's like, I don't care. And uh, so she, he's like, uh, you don't want to stay with him. You know, make sure you got to come with me. It's better. And she, but she doesn't want to leave the guy. I'm like, what? So yeah. things I, get, I didn't get that either. She's yeah. Like, but again, this again, is, she, it's like this stock Stockholm syndrome. Or right. Something. No, it's totally. Yeah. You know, those kind of things happen, unfortunately. Uh, so she goes to room. Jack's there. He's like, your hair looks lousy. <laughs> But then she tells him that yeah. I'm leaving you. She says that she's going to go with the guy. Um, I got a little clip here. If I could find it here, this little clip. Where did you go? Jack? I'm leaving you. Leaving me? What are you talking about? I'm going with Mike Post. Mike Post? I think Mike Post is dead. No, Jack. It was somebody else. So that's the big deal. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So she should have been suspicious of Jack the whole time, I think. Right. And so um, she says something like that. He wants me. You know, what about? He's like, what about what I want? What about Ernie? I'm like, who's Ernie? Yeah, right. Throw another name out. Uh, he told me to take care of you before he was killed. I'm like, oh, it's her brother. He's like, please don't leave me. This is him saying this now. I'm like, did an abuser write this? Because this is like his life story. I mean, this is like, this yeah. is like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It just made me really feel uncomfortable in this part of the show. And I, I shouldn't, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been uncomfortable during an episode of Super Train. No, you shouldn't. That's not, that's not what it was meant for. But. Yeah. And then what? So he gets the call to meet Quinn down in the luggage cart. Right, because they're and supposed to sneak out there. Yeah, and she's like, I can't go now. I'm going to stay with Jack. And Jack's like, yeah, sucker. I get to keep right. the girl. Uh, so, so what happens here? So and then Go ahead. Do, doesn't she find some like right. so, identification? Right, so Jack is like, you know, you know, she tells him that they're going to go. He was going down to the luggage car. He's like, what are they going to go to the luggage car for? Oh, the FBI is going to be down there. They're going to take him off the train. He's like, what? And he grabs his coat and a gun and a passport falls out. So it, op- she, it opens up. She looks and it says Mike Post on it. But, but it's Jack's photo. Right. And she's like, hey, isn't this the thing you got from the Treasury? And he says, you know, whatever. And he locks her in a closet. 
So this is where I got really confused, and we're going to have to have a discussion about this. I don't know if we should do it now or if we should do it when it's over. <laughs> but I have a, I got some questions here. Because I was thinking about this last night in bed, and it, you know, I had a whole discussion in my head about this. Um, so anyway, Mike goes to the luggage car and finds Quinn, the FBI guy. He's dead. He's like, shit. Right. And then Al finds him, the football player guy that was hanging out with George. And right. He's, and he, pull, he pulls a yeah. gun. So I'm like, wait a minute. What's he got a gun for now? And he's like, hey, I'm just here to kill you. They won't tell me why. He's like, what? <laughs> like, what? He's, he's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. And so he opens the cargo door, like on the train as it's going by. He's like, hey, drag the FBI go over here. And he makes him push him out the door. Right. And then he says something about this is going to hurt me as much as it hurts you. And he like kind of jump on him. They're like fighting now. Like Mike's trying not to get pulled out of the train. Blah 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 blah. And they at this point doesn't Jack like come in and see this happening? I, I think I don't know what happens, but I I just somehow Mike was able. He fell out, but he was able to cling to the right, side because they both went out. I, yeah, Alan him. And okay. I think Jack saw that. And Jack thought that he was gone. Okay. And he's like, all right. All right. But yeah, Jack is clinging to the side of the train as it's going 190 miles an hour and climbing up on it. Right. And it reminded me of like that. Uh, uh, what was it? Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise on that train, like a bullet train, yeah. and he's like holding on. Then he'd let go, and he'd go like four cars <laughs> back before he'd grab on again. Exactly. And then at this point, we see him climbing on the outside. He's trying to figure out a way in, and we see the bar again. And did you notice? That like half of the staff was at the bar drinking. This was the middle of the day. This was still daylight. These people were at the bar constantly, and they were supposed to be working the train. Yeah, it's it's only a thirty six hour trip. I mean, <laughs> spent an awful lot of time boozing it up. Right. So Mike finds a ladder and is starting to get climb up on top. Um, oh wait, Mike climbs out there because or Jack, I'm sorry, climbs out there because he sees him, right. and he starts shooting at him. And then there's some guy in the engine car not paying attention to cameras that you could clearly see them climbing on it. Right, right. And then we cut to, what, Noonan's cabin where the granddaughter is basically attacking him, right? Because she, like, waits yeah. in his room for him. And then we see Mike hanging on the window of the bar. And, you know, they tell him to, they see him. They tell him to stop the train, right? Yeah. And then... yeah. But then the conductor calls some, the engine and tells them to redline it, to go faster. Well, right. So I think what they're thinking is, okay, Mike is, like, on safe ground at some point. But the bad guy is still – he's on the roof, walking along the roof of the cars. So I don't know if they told him to, to like, redline it because they were running behind schedule. <laughs> I think or, they told the redline because the guy was up there. But, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I that's what I initially thought, but then they're yeah, like they were behind schedule. Like, we're forty seven minutes behind schedule or something. And yeah. the the, the so. captain or whatever you want to engineer or whatever you want to call him was all excited about being able to go full speed. He's like, yeah, yeah he's like hell bro. yeah. <laughs> and then they show like the camera on the tracks, and that thing is just moving. Yeah, it's like exactly. And then at one point, yeah. Jack gets like thrown through like the window in the bar, basically, right? Because he's standing up. Yeah. Somehow he flies off the top of the train. <laughs> the The vacuum force of the train sucks him back in and smashes him through the window. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 
Oh, I did like though too. So when they they did throttle the thing up, they're all like getting thrown to the back of the train. Oh and yeah, I'm like, yeah. Eh, I don't know. I don't think that would quite work that way. But then they hit the emergency stop. Now that would throw them to the front of the train when they because like, they basically right, lock up the right. wheels. Yeah. Um. And then uh, you hear one someone say after they stop, "I'm going to go to the ladies' room to vomit." <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Like what's the whole thing with Mike Post. So so I get Jack was the guy on the train as Mike Post that was going to be Right. So this is my whole talking about the mafia. Right. So this is my or, whole you know, this is my whole thing about this premise of the show. So Cindy was with Jack who ratted the mob out. The Treasury Department gave him the ID of Mike Post. She obviously knew that because she was with him. She's like, hey, isn't this thing? But then she meets a Mike Post on the train, never says anything about that. <laughs> now, Mike Post she is She never puts getting, it together. Right. Mike Post has many attempts in his life. She still doesn't say anything about it. Then Jack or knows that Mike's life's being getting his life. He's like, oh, fine. Someone's after the wrong Mike. Again, doesn't say anything. He just like, only cares about himself. Then she acts like, oh, this is like something new. Like, oh, isn't that the one they gave you? Like, you you know, you didn't put it together before. Right. So then my question is, so then Mike doesn't get killed. So now Jack is going to kill him just so someone named Mike is killed? And like <laughs> yeah. to hide his whole identity? And so he won't get killed by the mob? Yeah, that that just didn't play. That didn't play out right. right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just really was really. It's like okay, there's a, a case of mistaken identity, but the two guys with the same name, one of them is going to kill the other one just to make sure someone named Mike Post is dead. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess to get not a good plan. The trail thrown off of him, and I don't know if Mike died or Jack died. I'm sorry when he went through that yeah. thing. But I did. I'm gonna just. Pretend he did. Yeah, it it seemed like oh wait here and then when he goes through the window, the uh, chairman comes up and says something about the window. That's all he cares about. Blood. Yeah. I thought we were given assurances that that window was indestructible. He's all business. Yeah, man. yeah. I just care that the window's not indestructible. The guy's got a train to run. So Sydney goes out to Mike. They kind of peel him off the top of the train, right? Because he doesn't want to let go because he's freaked out, obviously. Right. Right. Um, and, oh, they they do clip the Noonan's room, who's mad now because, you know, they got thrown from the bed or wherever they were at. Thrown from uh, the love nest. Oh, they do try to explain why the guy tried to kill him, and it makes no sense. I don't even remember what their explanation right. was, but it really makes no sense. Yeah. Um. So what else happens here? So after we get off the train. So now we're in L.A. Or no, right? L.A. And yeah. all these people are coming off the train. Now we're in the like terminal or whatever coming out. And there's a treasury guy there. That's probably who's trying to explain. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. In case of mistaken identity, sorry for the confusion. I'm like, he was almost killed several times. That's all you <laughs> care about. <laughs> there's really no good reason he's still alive. Right, Exactly. Um, and then we see what else happens. We see, oh, we see uh, Vicky Lawrence come out, 
And Rick is kind of a dick to her at first, his wife. But yeah. he's like, she's like, well, are you mad at me for that? He's like, why do you think I'm mad at you? I'm like, well, you're kind of being a jerk to her and ignoring her the whole <laughs> train ride because we never saw you with her the whole train ride. Yeah, right. You and were never together. Yeah. He's like, oh, but then, yeah. But then he was wondering if she was mad at him for being mad about possibly cheating on her. He's like, why would I be mad? She's like, why would I be mad? Do you know how long it's been since you showed you cared? No, that's not really how it works either because that's not how you should show yeah, you care. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, so she, so now Lucy, who is Rick's agent, they fire her. And then they end up hiring Mike saying, hey, you All want right. a job? You can be his agent. And they're like, hey, don't you owe, still owe a bunch of money to Big Ed? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And then <laughs> what? Then Cindy comes out, right? Yeah. And he meets up with her. And that's when Big Ed shows up at the same time. Big Ed he? shows up. Right. Right. He's like, I'm here to collect. And yeah. And Cindy's like, oh, how much does he owe you? Uh, 40000 She opens a suitcase. It's probably got like $2 billion in there. And she's right. like, uh, these are each 10,000 stacks. So here's four. King, king, have a good day. <laughs> right. And then they get in the and car. Mike, and then he's, Mike's like, where'd you get that money? Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, it's money Jack took from the mob. I'm like. This is like worse than the money you owe Big Ed, <laughs> right? Because and she know she like again she's known all along about all of this and never couldn't s- put two and two together. Right? Yeah, never said a word about any of this. And yeah. uh, then they leave, and then she's he's like, "Well, how much money you have left?" And I I don't remember if they said a number, but she's like, "He's like, do you have enough for a honeymoon?" I'm like, "Really?" And then, uh, you know, meanwhile, they're fixing the train because they got to be ready to go in like 24 hours to get back. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. the chairman, the chairman guy goes up to Noonan and says, like, hey, my daughter wants to go back to whatever, it's New York or wherever New they York. started. Yeah. And he's like, I expect you to personally take care of her. <laughs> he's like, okay. Yeah, right. And I, honestly, at this point, I had had enough of super trained. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was why? super trained out. Why? But, I don't know. Understand, Mike? Uh, I just think. I just think it. Would, yeah, I think the extra episode I watched did me in. But, <laughs> um, now, uh, now we'll say it like the story itself wasn't, t- except for the plot hole there where that doesn't make sense. It would have been fine to have someone trying to kill somebody on the train the whole time. That's fine yeah just make make it more sense of it but not for like a lug like the, the show is supposed to be this luxury liner train that you're supposed to watch these people enjoy it but meanwhile someone's trying to get murdered or going to get murdered yeah i don't know that seems right weird. and the right. whole and that seems Cindy it seems to be a Jack theme throughout the bug me the episode i mean throughout the series it seems like it's like well right know, death on rails but, yeah and know. that's why i was wondering like if when they retooled it halfway through if it changed yeah well maybe we'll see because do wait we'll do we say that out. on the air or when we were talking about that one episode with dick van dyke was that before the show yes yeah, so we said it on, on the air i think like yeah. what it was about though right uh no no not what it was about yeah because it says here in imdb somewhere. dick van dyke plays a deranged man who plans to repay a kindness by killing the estranged wife of his benefactor again this is supposed to be Bizarre. like a fun show isn't it <laughs> Yeah. It should have been called like, like mystery train, not super train. Yeah, murder I train. Thought I, saw, I thought, 
one of the categories it was listed under was comedy. Yeah. Well, and they try to put those like little womp womp womp, you know, like points and music in there, but that doesn't necessarily make it a comedy. (laughs) No, not when some guy is laying dead there potentially. Right, right. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the end of that. Super train. Super train. Yeah, I don't know. Super Train may have left the station and not to return. I don't know. We'll have to see if we revisit no, that. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see the point. <laughs> me either. All right. Anyway, Settled. if you guys watch Super Train and you have any thoughts on it, I know Chris, who uh, recommended the episode, had some thoughts already because he had watched it. Um, we were talking about some points. But if anyone else, it's you can find it on uh, Daily Motion. Do not go to youtube if you want to find this episode because it will not be labeled right as mike said right or go there and leave that guy a comment <laughs> yeah go there and jump on mike's comment and uh add to it yes please what time that's yeah, just so, that's... um yeah i can't believe we talked about this for about an hour but no there was a lot to get through um anyway if anyone has memories like if anyone actually remembers watching this like i don't remember watching it i it's i i definitely did not ever yeah watch this. it seems and it seems like something we would have checked out in our house but i don't remember but if you've watched it or yeah. whatever beforehand and you remember if you have fond memories of it let us know maybe we're all wrong and i know again this is a total product of the 70s i get it there's a lot of stuff that's going to be not current but um it's just didn't 100% work. So. Right. Yeah. And um, it, it's almost as if they should have spent some more time, like less time hiring big stars and more time working on the script because it could have gone somewhere, you know? Yeah. No, they were just trying to be too much like, like Love Boat, and that's not what these stories were. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, check it out. Super Trained. Check it out. Leaving the station. Never to come back. Permanently. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, Mike? Do you have any other further comments before we check out? No. <laughs> no. Mike's watched too much Super Trade, and he's not talking about it anymore. Did you get Sorry, any of your family deep. members to watch this while you were watching it? No. Are you Did kidding you try? me? No, I yeah, didn't. Me neither. I didn't. If I want any any chance at having them watch anything, I have to at least know that it's semi decent <laughs> before I try to pressure them into it. Gotcha. But. All right. Uh, as always, you know, let us know if you have any thoughts or comments on Twitter, email, or what have you. Um, also, if you have any other, ever have any ideas of other shows, let us know. We're always open. Um, and we you know we have a. I think we have one that we know what we want to do i, I will talk about that later i don't remember <laughs> all <laughs> right uh it's a special anniversary coming up well actually i can say it's special anniversary like the 40th anniversary of greatest american hero starting is coming up so we'll be doing something when that does Excellent. And, uh, i think i mentioned it in the minisode uh check out uh, johnny cisco's instagram where he is uh posting all his uh greatest american hero stuff uh, he's got, he's Sweet. got a collection of things, and uh, I, I put a I mentioned it in that last show. 
and uh, but it's called. Hold on, like I gotta find the right name of it here before I get it wrong. I think it's just Greatest American Hero Collection. Let's see here, yes, Greatest American Hero Collection, all one word. Looks like he just put a couple new pins up that he has, so he's gradually cool. p- putting things up every few days or whatever. So check it out if you're a uh, Greatest American Hero fan, which we all are. Absolutely. And, sounds good. Okay, sounds good. And uh, I guess that's it for this episode. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.